Hello everyone, this is Caleb, your GM. A quick word before our show today. We lost Tim's audio for the beginning battle with Shiva and the first 45 minutes of today's episode. There's no good way to salvage the battle, but Tim and I worked together to re-record his lines for the 45 minutes. As such, I'm sure you'll notice a difference. He might not react to everything the way you might expect. We did the best we could with what we had. All in all, I think it turned out well. So since you're not getting the battle with Shiva before I do the last session summary, I thought I'd give you a little peek behind the scenes to make up for it. The battle with Shiva was dynamic. On top of her normal stats, she had seven pieces of equipment that did different things that the party could target to disable. She had six bulbs on her back akin to the appearance of large transistor tubes. One gave her fast healing 10, another acted as a temporal accelerator, another gave her a prismatic force field, another gave her the advanced template, one gave her a free attack every time she took damage that did a small amount of damage, and the last one gave her the benefits of power armor and the step up and strike feet chain. She also had a mind control device on her chest that the party could try and target with attacks or pull off. I put a link in the show notes to the notes I used to run the encounter so you can see the details. I try to mix it up depending on what they targeted and how they did it. For example, if they attacked the mind control device, it would damage her as well. But if they tried to grapple her and rip the device off, it would only hurt the device. In other examples, you'll see like the bonuses the players got for reminding her who she was and a sorty of other details about the combat. It's actually one of the combats I'm most proud of this season. Well, thank you all for your understanding and I hope you enjoy today's program. Last time on Trailblazers, the party has discovered that Project Unity continues without missing a beat, now giving the reversal technology away for free to anyone who wants to use it. But as Kentaro and Victor discovered, it prevents you from returning to Anthroform ever again. After Victor tracks down his wife, they begin the healing process from his bout of adultery with Shiva. Meanwhile, Lanris captured by Solzhenitsyn and Alarak makes a deal with Victor and Kentaro to help them find Lanris. They agree and find him, getting caught themselves, but not before finding the release switch for the Bishop. Setting it loose, the Bishop tears through the facility, killing everyone inside, and makes its last stop in the party's containment cell. Shiva bursts through the door, sporting more augmentations, specifically six devices on her back and one on her chest. Victor knew from the data readout next to her cell that he glimpsed earlier what they did the most nefarious, the scarab-shaped device in her chest. It was an unfinished mind control device that in its current state does nothing but cause her intense pain and send her in a rage. The party fight with her in a brutal battle. She quickly incapacitated Kentaro in a feat of strength, though he was able to release a full clip of his vortex gun on her. Party watched her twisted face and her jaw hanging by a thread repair itself to full health. They began targeting the devices on her back to disable her various augmentations and try to bring her to her senses. Every time they reminded her who she was and who they were, she would hesitate, giving them enough time to try and smash, pull, and otherwise take the device off of her chest. After much blood was spilled on all sides, they finally managed to get the device off and Shiva regained control of her senses. You smash and you sort of break and shatter this chest piece and she reels back in pain as electricity courses through her whole body. She slams into the wall on her back and falls onto her knees. Shiva, are you okay? Shiva. <laughs> and she slams the ground with her fist. Oh, that's you. Good. Don't worry. I left you with the little Healy bulb. You okay? She looks up at you and her eyes are still red and she stands up and she takes a step to you and another step and her eyes 
slowly hue from red to blue. Lyrus? Yeah, it's me. I, I step closer to her. She kind of like steps back out of reflex. I, I thought you were dead. What happened to your fur? Oh, right. It's a long story. What happened to you? As she's sort of like looking at Lanris, Vic, you can see her back plainly. The four bulbs that were broken, you see blood is like streaming, just like a trickle, almost like a little stream out of her, out of each of those bulbs. And it's mixed with this sort of white liquid. So it's this weird, almost like it's pink mix, since red and pink, red and white make pink uh, coming out of there and just sort of like a continual stream. She kind of puts her hand up to her forehead and says, They, they took me. I know. She swallows hard. Me too. They've done so much. Don't worry, we're we're here now. You're okay now. We're gonna get out of here. <laughs> so much pain. I, I step closer to her. She doesn't back off this time, and she looks up at you, making eye contact. Uh, this didn't go so well last time, but uh, I'm gonna try to hug her. She's so overwhelmed. It's like it, it takes her a moment to realize that she needs to hug back and it's a sort of loose hug not detached i don't love you but an overwhelmed sort of thing i knew you were too tough to die shiva do you know how you got here it's tar the fool i know i'd kill him if he didn't already die (laughs) yeah he beat you to the punch faces you to her like holding her holding your shoulder and she goes it was this man his name was shah he handed me over to them I was, I was going in and out, but I, but I think he was, he was covering it up or something, so no one would know to look for me. How did you guys find me? Uh, we were here to rescue Landris, but I, I pushed the button, and now, anyway, it, it doesn't matter. We're, we're here now. How are you? She kind of smiles and says, how are you guys even still around? <laughs> I guess I was right. I guess we're just a bunch of survivors. <laughs> well, let me check on the other survivor. Oh, I'm going to go over to Kentaro. <laughs> Who's the old man? <laughs> kind of glare at her. That's Kentaro. That's Kentaro? Well, he looked better before you beat him up. A jolt of change in her as she sort of squints and falls to her knees. And she's like reaching in her back and she's, she's you see, she's like fingering inside these these holes in her back. And then she sees she grabs something and she pulls and out comes this long wire, one of them. You can literally see the electricity. She pulls it out and throws it on the ground. And she screams as she does it. <sighs> Everything they put into me, it hurts all of it. Vic, can you help her? Yeah, uh, I'll help her. Just, uh, hey, Shiva, stand still. Let me take a look at that. As you kind of touch it, like, oh, you take your hand away because you're, like, almost getting stung by battery acid. You see the the thing where she pulled out the wire, you see that skin and the flesh heals over. And you can see, you, you can stick your finger down. It's so deep into the, these these sort of chambers where the bulbs were set in. Uh, but the other ones are constantly uh, sort of sparking and flashing. And it's constantly damaging the flesh again that's trying to heal it over. The wires and these things that are causing these sparks can be pulled out so that it can give the flesh space to heal. Okay. Uh... Uh, I'll pull one. Just do it. Uh, all right, but I, it's probably going to hurt. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's give you 1d4 points of damage for each one you pull, and there's only, there's only what, three left? So you did one. So you're going to take seven points of damage. Oh, uh, this, that's... <sighs> Get over it, Snowball. You ain't got no idea what I just been through. Hey, Landris, how, how's Kentaro doing? It's a good question. Uh, well, I guess I'll make a heal check. 25, take 10. What are you doing? I, I'm, I'm going over here and touching him with my hands and, and looking at him with my eyes and praising the damage that's been done to him. Outside, it looks like the armor took out most of it. He has like a little mark across his nose now from where she used the whip on his, his face, but nothing on the outside says why he's unconscious. It's obviously must be internal damage from the bludgeoning from falling however many feet and slamming against walls and floors and ceilings. 
I don't know. I'm gonna try to inject him with some hypo gun nanites. I'm gonna stab him with a charge of a white nano gun. 3d8 plus 5 healing. Uh, 15 health. Alright, he opens his eyes. Uh, we win? Yeah, we got a new friend. Oh, and he kind of... Oh, and he's like achy. He stands up. Shiva. Oh, it's so good to see you. Well, now. A few moments ago, I wasn't too happy about, about seeing you. Kind of knock his shoulder. I'm like, see, I told you she wasn't dead. She looks Kentaro and smirks. Good to see you too, old man. Don't please. Why does everyone? You okay? Yeah. We need to get out of here. Not yet. What? He said there was research and we have to find it before we go. Fine. Stay behind me. And she leads the way out. As you get out and immediately there's a staircase, you go up the stairs and there's a hallway. In this hallway, you can hear your own footsteps Though the rest of the place is silent. All the alarms have gone mute, and there's just this one sort of red warning flashing light that's strobing. And there is just bodies. Heaps of mangled flesh that look like an, an animal, like a bear, would leave this in the, its aftermath. And you see all sorts of bullet casings and discarded batteries on the ground. And there is these scorch marks all over the walls from energy weapons, long scrape marks from her mono whip. And sometimes there'll be a set of like three scrapes from her claw that will draw a line down that is just splashed and intermingled with blood in the crevice. And viscera just intermingled into it. Some of it just like hanging almost pinned to a wall. And there's the iron smell of blood in the air. And just a twinge of, oh, somebody must have defecated themselves out of fear. Jeez, Shiva. She kind of, like, eyes Kentaro and says, They deserved it, and worse. I don't doubt it. Not sure what worse would look like. So where are we, exactly? So, she, you, this, so you didn't get to see this place before. Victor did. It's almost like a little bit of a maze, but there's all these signs to tell you where to go. And Shiva seemed like uh, pretty certain where she's going, and she takes a left. And you get into like this hall, another hallway, and in this, the whole room is bathed in red because blood had splashed up onto the light fixtures on the ceiling. So the white light is being filtered through it, and it's just dripping, like stuff is dripping on you from however she got that much blood on the ceiling. And you eventually get through the end of this hallway and through a couple of the rooms until you get to the control room. And in this room, there is a ton of bodies that is just, it's, an it's another one of the same scene. And there is Solzhenitsyn's corpse against right where you can see him down from the glass. But he's lying on the ground, his heart laying next to his body, his head on the ground, and his brain matter on the glass. His head is a heap of unrecognizable flesh and marrow. Curiosity's got the best of me. I want to know what he was going to do to us. I'm going to go over and like press the fire guns button in that room. Uh, the guns come down and they point to essentially where you were and shoot and then like scan for living targets. But do they shoot, like, bullets, or do they shoot, like, some bioagent? Lasers. Very simple. Make living thing die. Oh. Thought he was more creative than that. I'm gonna check Nitsen's, like, person. Well, what remains of his person. Pockets for things. You find an access card, which will open up all the locks. It's a master card, so you can get to any room in the facility. There's a large computer, essentially right where he was. Uh, and a couple other smaller ones lying around, where you see, like, some technicians that were unarmed or dead near them. Yeah, hey, I want to go over to that computer and take a look at it. A recent open file says Project Dark. 
there are some schematics and, and you open up these images. You see the schematics for power armor and then you see it changed and adjusted to be on the dark troopers. And you see the same thing for the temporal accelerator. It's almost as if the ones you guys found were prototypes, but the ones in the schematics are integrated into the base dark trooper design. And you find a little note. It essentially talks about because the temporal accelerator speeds up death from old age, only elves are allowed to be used in all future dark trooper production. Half elves die too soon. And uh, you find it's a little label says Fire Blade. When you open it up, it shows you schematics for the blade that the Phase One Dark Trooper used against you. The thing that superheats up and stuff. And you see that the same metal used in the construction of the armor of the Dark Trooper is used in the blade. Essentially, it's analogous to adamantine, but a more powerful from that uh, version of that. You know, from your homeworld. You recall that you have a, a metal arm that you took from way back the prototype Dark Trooper that you regained when you got all your equipment recently so you can use the metal on its arm to make an armor or a weapon if you make a weapon the weapon will be unbreakable essentially if you make it from an armor you'll get adamantine dr armor but i'll increase it i'll essentially double it oh this is so much money do you know how much a temporal accelerator costs how could they fund this and it says phase one melee soldiers 100 percent. phase two range soldiers 100 percent Phase three, mass production facilities. Refer to Project Groundwork. Uh, I want to search for the keywords Project Groundwork. Uh, as you go to the file, it is not already open, and when you open it, it asks for a password. Uh, applesauce? Oh, I want to try applesauce. Beep, beep. Access denied. Try red? Try red. Access denied. Locked out too many access attempts. Try again in one hour. I have his card. Does that help? No, it's for doors. Does anyone know what halcyon means? I'd never heard that word before. Is that a word? Or did they make that up? Yeah. Shiva goes. It's a, a time of peace. So you want to look up uh, Project Halcyon? Yeah. Yes, you find a thing on Project Halcyon. And the first thing it says at the top of the page, it's obviously like a sort of new entry. It says, Project Cancelled. But underneath it is data. Project Halcyon essentially talks about using uh, what they refer to as the Queen of Hearts to minimize violence in Kadesh. Less time spent on day-to-day -day societal and governmental operations allows them to accelerate, or they predict will accelerate project completion times. It also involves using the Queen of Hearts to sway public opinion, creating favorable reactions to different policies in order to accelerate project completion times. And then you see, as you kind of like go away, oh, there's a little special notes in the bottom of Project Halcyon. And you open it up, there's a little note mentioning the Queen of Hearts' integral role in helping to deploy the trap for the Slenderman. Although he made sure to mention in these notes that the conception and design of the trap was largely his creation, it's still noted there was in fact Red's, and he calls it quote-unquote unique capabilities, he seems to like avoid the word magic at all costs, that made the trap function. There's a second note and you open it up and it says, it's essentially a note about him having a series of what he calls quote-unquote intimate conversations with the queen of hearts he even mentions calling her by her, her real name as if that's something significant and that they were all ploy to investigate his suspicion of her loyalty he seems to deem his con his concerns vindicated as she revealed to him that she wasn't very concerned with the rest of the projects but really only wanted to help cultivate peace in the city he was able to ensure cooperation with project unity by pitching to her that if everyone were to revert back to their elf selves 
that many reasons for conflict that stem from racial differences would be alleviated. And he ends up a sort of uh, sombering recommendation at the end there that recommends either cutting down her roles in any upcoming projects or finding another way to ensure her cooperation, as he says it. And he seems to be very worried that she was not truly, you know, for the cause. And he would like to accomplish this soon and couldn't stand faking this friendship with her. You begin to see his version of intimate was like normal, friendly interaction. How about Project Alice? You find it, but it asks for a password. How about um, the Rook? The one that, that, that attacked them? Any information on that? Uh, I want to search for the word Rook. It opens up a bunch of files, and each one asks for a password. You can't get into any of them. Um, what was the other thing? Slow Patriot? You find a list. You open it up and everything is blacked out except for like three items. One says Slow Patriot. And then it has like a, a sort of bar and next to it, it says Edwin Shaw. Jack of all trades, Solzhenitsyn. Queen of hearts, red. It seems to be a list of all the code names. You see Chairman, Jack of all trades, Handshaker, Slow Patriot, Queen of Hearts, Rook, Bishop, White Rapid, The Distant Dragon, The Ace in the Hole. Mm, final countdown. Project's there, but it's behind a password. Uh, what other research? What would they call it? Um, side effects. Search side effects. That's what he called it. Couple files open up all under a password. Oh, come on. We need this. We Can we download this? Maybe hack it later? Uh, why don't we use Shiva? She's a machine. She's got data. No, I may be, a lot of me may be robot now, but I'm not a computer. Find a flash driver. Why don't we tell Hannibal about this? Get in to bring down his boys and all the boys in blue down here. They might not be here when we get back, and our communicators don't work down here. Or at least they didn't in there. All right, all right. And Tarsus is opening up folder, uh, drawers and stuff. Here, and he throws you uh, essentially what is a USB drive, a uh, thumbstick. Y you get down essentially uh, much of what was on that computer. What about uh, Project Unity? Kintar says. I mean, we know what it was, but maybe we can get some more info on it. It's probably not locked either. Project Unity. It opens up. It is not locked as you thought. You see, plan A. Deploy mass distribution device via a custom broadcast tower. Failed. Plan B. Deploy mass distribution device via the RSF generator. Attention. Possible drawback. Public might connect the change with the chairman. Failed. Plan C. Equip clinics with capability to reverse anthropomorphication. Encourage use through public and official channels. Attention, potential drawbacks. Less than 100% conversion rate in progress. So the, the, the chairman has to be Catan, right? There's not a lot of other people I can think that have a lot of money that could pull off stuff like this, funding this. Or has a connection to the RSF generator. They said that if they use the RSF, it would warn them that the chair about the chairman, who he is. Catan's the only person pushing hard for the RSF. He's like the public face for it. It's true. He's also the public face for, like, everything. Well... If he is the chairman, I got a feeling we need to figure out whoever the runner-up is, because that guy ain't living much longer. So, they, they probably haven't locked things that are already done. Baron Samiti. Baron Samiti only comes up in one thing, and that's Project Alice, which is behind the password. And it's, and like, it shows you, like, sort of like when you hit search, it's like one of 500 results, it's like one of one result. He seems to be just mentioned a very quick time in that project. It was something about intelligence gathering from that recording. What else? Listen, sorry to rush you boys, but if you got everything on that stick, can we get out of here? You can look it up at home. I'm not a fan of being here much longer. Yeah, let, let, let's go. As uh, you're heading towards the exit, and like you're following the signs for exit, you go past Solzhenitsyn's office. And the door's closed and locked. Oh, well, y you know we gotta stop in here. 
you swipe the card, beep, and the door unlocks and it opens up. And it's sort of like a heavy fortified door, almost as if he was protecting it at something. You get quite the strange sight. The room is lit up in flashes, very, very quick flashes of what is essentially a wall of CRT TVs. I should say maybe 10% of these are just static. They're not getting a feed, but the rest of them have cameras all around the facility. But as strange as, as that is, I mean, that's kind of, I guess, reason that away. There is a stone statue of a hooded humanoid with a featureless face, except for eyes, just standing in the middle of this room, looking at the cameras. And there was nothing else in this room. There was no desk. There was no place for Solzhenitsyn to work. There's nothing else in this room. Victor, you recognize that statue. That statue depicts the god Zonkuthon that you saw in that history book. And uh, Lanris, that statue looks a lot like what Solzhenitsyn looked like when you put on the goggles. True sight. And it's just a statue staring at these screens. The guy has a statue of himself in the his office? That's kind of weird. What in the world did he do in this room? Kentaro says. Watch the tube. Uh, I'm going to walk in, like, deeper into the room. Hey, Caleb, what's um, Zon Kuthon's uh, domain? It was um, Envy and Darkness. Hey, I'm just looking around the room. I guess I'll make a perception check. Uh, and I'm going to take a 10 for 48. There's nothing else in the room. There's like nothing on the statue or anything? Nothing. All the mon- None of the monitors depict anything different than, say, security? Correct. It just shows the different rooms. You can see, like, the room where Victor would recognize this. You should be seeing at the same time, which is the room which the Rook was kept in, and you see her cage is open. And then you just see, like, every monitor is just full of dead bodies in different rooms and hallways. Hey, hey, Landris, what do you see? Nothing. Why don't you try putting those goggles on? Oh, right. I do that. Nothing changes. It's the first time I've been disappointed with these things. Hmm. I'm going to go and turn every TV off. Not give you anything to watch. Have fun. Alright, you turn all the TVs off. And I leave. Hey, Landris, you remember me telling you about that book I read? And how it was showing me all those gods, and one of them was I- Iomade? The lady in the armor. This this looks like one of them. Wait, you mean that statue? Because that's what Nitsen looks like when you wear the goggles. I doubt his face looks like that anymore. Shiva smirks. This place gave me the creeps. Let's get out of here. How'd you guys even find this place? Are we in another butcher shop? Yes, and it's not a good story. We had to get help from somebody. Not Suchin Ra, right? Uh, no. No one's getting help from him any, ever again. It's, uh, you're not gonna like this. Just prepare yourself. For what? We made a deal with Alarak. Who, what? What do you mean? It's just as weird as you think it is. He showed up in the house. Wait, my house? Wait, wait, you mean Alarak's at my house right now? Uh, he left before we left, but obviously he can come and go wherever he wants. He, he knows where my house is? Yes. Where's my sister? I don't know, we didn't have time to think it through, we just came to get you before you were killed or experimented on. I kind of pick up my step to leave. As you get sort of towards the exit, you hear... Which is the same sort of, you know, sound you heard back when... I was cleverly deceiving the audience and making them think that uh, the police were getting in. Do you remember that? You, you were hearing a, a sort of a, an explosion, a, a boom happen sort of in the distance. Yes. You hear it again, but it's much closer and it's sort of like above you. And you kind of hear it. And it's the sound of like vents being pushed in and stuck. And something is stuck and above you and you boof, boof, boof. 
as you feel it, you hear crank, and it sort of lets loose, and you hear something fall above you. And make a reflex save. Jump out of the way. 30. You jump out of the way as slamming through the air ducts and falling through is a Vendbot. <laughs> and it slams on the ground and it's like on its side and like a turtle that's fallen on its back. It can't get up. Assistance. Assistance. Hey, you almost landed on my foot. My apologies. I would never treat a loyalty reward member <laughs> in such a way if I had my own choice about it. I seem to have been stuck. Uh, I help it up. Thank you, loyalty reward member. Oh, sirs, it's you, 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 you. And he's sort of like scorched and dented all over the place. And this, this is the same Venbot that jumped in front of Quetzalcoatl. You know, because there's a broken off fang stuck off of his chassis. What? No way. How is he? What? Hello, sirs. It's good to see that you're doing okay. You guys took quite a spill. You saved our lives. Uh, uh, thank thank you. Oh, don't thank me. Thank the person who programmed me. I'm designed to help. Uh, who programmed you? Vendcorp, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. They programmed me with great, delicious foods and even better prices. Would you like a drink? Oh, sirs, are you injured? Of course. <laughs> and he dispenses a trauma pack. That one's gratis, just because I like you. Which is never a sentence you've ever heard out of a Venbot. That is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Hey, little guy, uh, we're going to get out of here. You want to come with us? Well, sirs, I'm I'm not supposed to, but it isn't my capabilities. Do you think I should? Yeah, you, you should come with us. That'd be great. All right, then. Heck with protocol. Let, let's go. And he zooms and he kind of goes a little, almost outpaces you and he slams into a wall. I'm not sure where to go. Perhaps I should follow instead of lead. Hey, Vic. Uh, Landris, yeah. meet your new companion. <laughs> I am sending you a file. <laughs> that is the stats for Venbot 3000. No! This is the worst thing that could have happened. Put me back in the ring with Sheba. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> he used a Wolverine. <laughs> he has multi-attack. Amazing. So like I, I'm kind of I'm using handle animal, which I have never used once. Um, if I take a ten, I get a twenty. I'm like interacting with it and like testing the limits of its AI, because like you said, it's saying stuff like I like that, which is weird for a robot to say. Uh, if you're like conversing with it and stuff, it's like sort of aware of its protocols, and then like it's like you're telling it something it's never heard before, and it's willing to hear. Like you know, you don't have to do what it tells you to do. It's like, oh okay, you, you know what? Oh, <gasps> you know what? Boom! Here, drink for free. Oh wow, thanks. I need that. It's cherry. I hope you like cherry. I like cherry. I don't like cherry. They tell me to say that. I don't actually have the ability to like any flavor. <laughs> Ever see a real cherry? I have not. I don't think they exist. I pull out a cherry from my fruity sash. <gasps> That's not possible, sir. I believe you exist in your own mind or in a trance dimension that is not part of our real world because fruit does not exist. You do not look alarmed. You should be. <laughs> this is a very strange statement and a radical world to live in. I kind of like hold up. You know what's also radical? Kick flips. And he tries to flip and falls on his side and can't get up. <laughs> but you guys eventually get to the exit, which is now familiar, of course, to you, Victor. And you guys uh, get out. And as you get out, it's 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 just sprinkling. It's not pouring rain. And Shiva just sort of spreads her arms out and she just takes it in. And then me like withdraws as it sort of like starts shorting her out at different places. And she runs undercover. Kind of went differently in my head. Uh, here, maybe this will help. Uh, take off my jacket, give it to her, my coat thing. Thanks. And she comes up and really helps cover up the holes in her back. But it kind of like 
bulges out a little bit because there's still two bulbs. Uh, I'm going to try my communicator phone equivalent thing to contact Dahlia. Hey, bro. Hey, are you okay? Wait, wait, wait. I mean, hey, bro. Because totally I know that you've been stolen. <laughs> da- are you okay, Dahlia? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Are you okay? I should be asking you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're okay. Is, is, that free, is that creepy guy there at our house? Alarak? Why do you know his name? Because he said it. Uh, he's not there, is he? No. No, I'm, I'm alone. Are you okay? I'm fine. He, he didn't do anything. Okay, j- just be careful, please. We're, we're coming uh, back. How's just, Victor? He's, he's like not, I, I don't know what happened, but he's like a creep. Let's just stay away from him, okay? Victor? What? No, 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 Alarak. But how's Victor? Oh, Vic, he's right here. He's fine. He, we made it. How's Kentaro? I got a nick on his nose that I can make fun of him for now, but he's okay. Oh, I kind of liked his nose. Wait, are, am I on speakerphone? Well, I'll see you guys soon. And she uh, hangs up. Landris, I, I think we should call Hannibal. He, he could send some guys down, secure the site. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, beep boop beep Your call is very important to us. Please stay on the line. Your estimated wait time is 37 days. <laughs> uh, yep, I guess they're kind of busy. Well, um, what are we going to do about Shiva? I feel like we need to get her to a medical facility of some kind or some sort of medical help. No, nothing like that. Just, just go indoors. Yeah, I, I want to be there before Alarak shows up again. What did you promise him? He he was spurting all this mumbo-jumbo. It didn't make a lot of sense. He talked about Baphomet. was talking about as if we knew what he meant and that we had been fighting Baphomet all day, every day. And that we were going to help him because he was betrayed or something. Yeah, he leads a cult. That's everything he will ever say. I wasn't exactly concerned about all that stuff. It was just about getting to you. Listen, I wouldn't have made the deal if I didn't have to, but we had exhausted every other option. It was the only way it was the only way to get to you. And we tried to find you. We, we, we freaking interrogated Suchin Ra. We we hit... Oh, Lanris. What? We we went with Hannibal on the, the raids. We thought maybe we'd find you. It all didn't go anywhere. All the places that Locke gave you were lies. Well, if someone hadn't killed him, then maybe we would... Have more information. If you think he didn't give us anything under duress, he'd give us anything when he was comfy in the hands of Kyle government scheme. You think anything would be different if he was alive right now? Other than more people would probably be hurt? Well, I'm on Lanaris' side. The guy deserved to die. You know, goodness forbid I ever get caught quoting Baron Samiti, but he did say one thing that did mm-hmm. make sense. I doubt it. He talked about how... He talked about a lot of dumb things. And he said so many things that eventually one of them had to be correct. I, I guess... It was that there was a lot of evil people that were alive because people were too smart for their own good and left evil people alive thinking that it was better and they could get things out of it. So I think he did what was right. I think Locke was evil and now he's dead. And we didn't risk him escaping or anything like that by giving him a chance. He got what was coming to him. It's the same reason I'm not anywhere near even upset that things went the way they went with Shiva Kill and Solzhenitsyn. Sure, we could have gotten something out of him maybe, but I'm 110% happy he's gone. Doesn't sound much like you. Yeah, well, sometimes perspectives change when you think you lost something. You know how Solzhenitsyn looked like Don Kuthon whenever you put on those goggles? Kintaro, like, gives you a death stare of, like, you don't say anything about what you, I think you're going to say sort of look. Well, Dahlia looks like Ioma Day. I saw her. It looks just like Ioma Day. Jeez. <sighs> What? Victor. What's an Ayamade? Why are you trying to see my sister naked? That's not how they work. She was like a, a goddess. She's the goddess. 
That's her. Stop calling my sister a goddess. It's creepy. Uh, Caleb, what is uh, Iomidae the goddess of again? It was of order and contentment. I don't get what you're trying to say. It was... After all we've been through, you don't you don't believe me? I, I, I believe you. I just don't get it. Didn't you say there was four of them? Well, yeah. Has anyone else cropped up that looked like these people? Uh, well, Red looked like Saren Ray. With the goggles or just normal? Yeah, well, she did kind of look like, but definitely when I had on the goggles. And uh, the, the last one, last god is Baphomet. And what's Baphomet look like? I don't know, bull? You mean kind of like, what's his face? Mojo Ryzen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Dahlia looks like the goddess. Yeah, she does. Heyo! Guitar goes to high five you. You glare at him. <laughs> and like, just, I disrupt his nose wound. Leandris, what do you what do you think this means? I don't like this. I don't get it. But you you saw it with the goggles, and I look at Kentaro. He kind of looks at the ground. Why didn't you tell me? You've just been so upset. So much has happened. I didn't want you to have something else to deal with. I was worried about you. You you don't come to bed. You hide in closets. You you, you run away where you can get kidnapped just because you're afraid. I didn't want you to add something else to that. All right, the kidnapping thing was my fault. It had nothing to do with me going to sleep somewhere else. That was, that was just a dumb mistake on my part. I, I mean, I, I appreciate it, but it's my it's my sister. Just try and protect you. I don't, I don't think there's any protecting me at this point. I appreciate the effort, though. And I, I, I am sorry. M- maybe we shouldn't worry about protecting each other that much. You know what? I think, I think we should just stop keeping secrets from each other. I mean, it's getting us nowhere. Let's just tell each other the truth. All right, I can, I can commit to that. I once sold somebody a discount even though he wasn't a loyalty member. <laughs> Your wife is lame. His wife is not lame. Landris. Why would you say something like she's that? She's so lame. Oh my goodness. She's not lame. She's incredibly lame. Except when she's being a go-go dancer battle doctor or whatever she was doing over there. You mean putting herself in danger to help people? She was a kind person that was taking time out of her freaking day to go help people who didn't deserve it. Why don't they deserve She was just like staring out the window, looking at, mesmerized by the storm. She's obviously still listening, but that's what she's doing. What makes you think they didn't deserve health care? They were giving out the free to people who obviously can't afford it. Uh, what, because they can't afford it? They don't deserve it? You know, whatever, sorry, let's mince words. People who couldn't afford it, she was giving it for free. Yeah, and I said that's... She's not lame. You know what? She's not lame. She actually has a normal life where she doesn't go around killing people. She doesn't have a body count underneath her bill. She's pretty lame. Doesn't make her lame. I wish I didn't have a body count. I wish I didn't kill a single man my whole life. Okay, let me reword it. Vic, when you're with Sarah, you're lame. And I don't mean lame, I mean like normal, like Kentaro is saying. But we can't be normal if we're going to get through this. I'm not, I'm not lame. She's not lame. We're not lame. Whoa, whoa, this is the same thinking that we just spent a whole day yesterday trying to undo because it made so many problems. You know what I mean, Kentaro. I just don't think Vic should purposely keep his wife at a distance, but right now their marriage is on the line. Yeah, and if we're all dead, what's the marriage matter? Uh, maybe you're right. Uh, I just, we're always getting attacked. We're always getting in danger, and I'm going to put her in danger, and if I put her in danger, she's going to get killed. I can't do that anymore maybe that's the dumbest sentence i ever heard vic i think she'd much rather have you while she can if you die anyway if, if you kept her away or didn't it would suck more if she got less of you people who love each other should be together 
How do you not understand this, Landris? You're doing the same thing to Kentaro. You're running away from him every night, and he's worried, and you can't... You're doing the same thing! It's literally killing him. How do you guys not understand this? What is? The shadow. The sentient shadow with malicious intent. I don't know how much more clear I could be with that. I, I know it's funny. Make fun of Landris. He, he's gone insane before he jumped out of windows, but I know what I see. I haven't done that. This is really the first time I'm hearing that it's trying to kill me, though. What, did you think I, I wanted to sleep alone? Landris, I, I have no idea. I... I Looks down on the back of his head, kind of like, I'm an idiot. All of a sudden, you hear... And from the Vendbot, he's tuned into a radio station. And he starts kind of like almost swaying a little bit as if he's trying to dance. I thought I had done something and upset you. What? No. I tell you when I'm upset. Come on. Well, you weren't telling me anything. You were just being weird. You are just leaving. You weren't explaining anything. What else am I supposed to think? I'm pretty sure I told you I was trying to kill you before, and you're like, haha, that's funny, Landris. Well, whatever, we're all, we're all moving beyond it now. We're all moving, keeping each other safe. We all got it now. Well, I mean, don't be surprised if it happens again. <laughs> Landris, I know being with you is <laughs> dangerous, alright? So, I'm willing to risk the danger. But you, you don't get to make that decision. It's either... I do, I do, because it's me. I get to make the decision about what happens to me, and whether or not I want to risk something. The way I see it, there's two things that can happen. If I sleep somewhere else, I know the shadow won't kill you, and maybe I'll have a Kentaro to come back to. Whereas if I get to spend time with you, then I won't have a Kentaro. So what what choice do I really have? If you get killed by Comet or anything that's happening, it would devastate me, but I could live with that. But if I, if I did something to hurt you, I couldn't live with myself. It's not you. It is. I know you're not the one hurting me. I know it's this parasite attached to you. Doesn't mean it has to be attached to you, too. Sometimes when people are together, what hurts one hurts the other. It's just part of being together. Or it can hurt neither of us. And he doesn't know how to respond. Breaking the silence, you hear Shiva go, Holy crap! What have you guys been doing since I left? You look out the window to see what she's looking at, and it's just the rubble of the RSF generator. Why do you think that's us? Was it you? Uh, yeah. Wait, does this mean people are uh, having babies now? How long has that thing been down? It's been down a few days, but they're gonna they're gonna rebuild it. They're working on it. They're building another one. <sighs> These maniacs just want to keep us under the thumb. One part of me that still works, and they turn it off. Katan's telling everybody not to get pregnant. It that he says it's a bad idea. We just wait it out. Well, listen, I never waited for his permission with her, what to do with my body. And can you turn off that music? Why is there music playing? You feel like a little poke as, as like a little like a soda filler extends out and pokes at you, Landris. <laughs> Sir, would you care to dance? <laughs> sure, Ben Bob. And he does like, he's like, he's swaying back and forth and he's doing his little slow dance. <laughs> I, I try to dance as best as I can to the rhythm. It's not music I'm used to. You're doing far better than a clunky robot. In fact, I, I have I have a Rankin dance. Let me uh, let me make a roll real quick. We don't need. Okay. I, I want my dance ranks to matter, Caleb. I got a 15. Okay, you do a little spin around him. He's like, wee. <laughs> so how'd you how did you make it out of the explosion? Are you guys really that high ordinance? I was thrown from the tram, sir. There was a big explosion. It was very bad. But then how did you follow us all the way back to the black site? I didn't follow you, sirs. I was very happy to see you again, though. How did you, how did you get in? I got stuck. That's strange. You don't think that's strange? He just happens to follow us to the black site. 
I mean, all the way through the city, it, what are the odds? Sure seems weird to me. Quite the coincidence. The odds are precisely 1 in 5,876,000. Oh, oh, you're, you were being facetious, weren't you? How, how far are we from the point of the explosion? Or how far were we? Too far for him to be thrown. All the way there. You were on the edge of the city. The RSF's in the center of the city. So between the explosion and when we found you earlier, you were just what? I kind of felt a desire to go to the shore. And do you still feel that desire? Nah, I'm happy to be here with you guys. Kind of shrug. It takes out like a little algae bar, peels it, and like tries to put it into like one of its ports, and it goes, oh, I forgot, I can't eat <laughs> Shiva takes the bar from him and eats it. I uh, I hold my hand out to Kentaro. Uh, I want to check out uh, Vinbot. I want to I want to search him over, see what's going on, What? why he's acting like this. Buy a guy a drink first. <laughs> Careful, don't, don't ask him what happened to the last Vinbot he did that to. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I just, you know, had to get camera so I took out his eye and taking out my eye he kind of reels back that sounds like the worst thing that would happen in this campaign ever <laughs> in every single episode the biggest atrocity and you've killed people before uh, Kentaro does dance with you uh Lanris and he's very very happy to do it Vic as is, is so you're you don't have we've, we've set precedents before that you don't really know much about artificial intelligence but you know enough that this guy's been very damaged. I mean, forget there's still fangs sticking out of the guy. He's been very damaged. Uh, I wiggle the fang. This is definitely from Quetzalcoatl. It, does it hurt, Venbot? No, sir. It's actually kind of quite comfortable. I like it. The only thing that's hurting me is that my heart right now is hurt. That my partner is dancing with someone else. <laughs> he had me first, Venbot. Sorry. Is Kentaro a good dancer? Oh, you and you really want these dance rolls. Uh, let me... <laughs> No, I mean you can say whatever you want. Then you skip hit points. I'll say, I'll, yeah, I'll say what I want, and what I want is to do a roll. He actually dances very well. You, you feel that he probably dances like this more often than he dances at a such as the club. What a loser! <laughs> as you're dancing and you're everybody's talking about you know your new visions changing around different places, so you do catch sight of your shadow, which is dancing with Kentaro Shadow as well, but it's doing like better moves than you. But of course, Kentaro Shadow isn't reciprocating because it's just a shadow. It does not have better moves than me, that's a lie. <laughs> Did you kill my roll? <laughs> what the shadow roll? I wanna see the I wanna see the roll, screenshot the roll. Caleb, you can't beat me at this game that you're trying to beat me at. <laughs> this is a game that I have to win. You know, I'm not angry with you, Kentaro. I wanna spend time with you, I just don't want to kill you. <laughs> well, I do appreciate that. Why don't we just give it a just one try? It's gonna be pretty used to going to bed with you. And it's very lonely to without you. I think I miss the conversations more than anything. But at this point, like this entire tram has been cleared out because people just got like so awkwarded it out. <laughs> Good. Sleep with the communicator in the pillow next to you. No, I'm not someone in high school. <laughs> you you turn it off first. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> I never hang up. And Kentaro does like a, a nice little move with you, and he says, "One benefit of being old is you get a little bit more life experience. <laughs> Learn a couple more dance moves than the average man." Yeah, you'll see me on the dance floor. We'll see how much you know. Having <laughs> uh, a competition with you, then you get to your stop. Shiva kind of looks at the house. This is your guys' house. You guys live richer than I thought. Mm-hmm. It's my parents' house. Oh, do they know I'm coming? I'm a bit of a to look at. Well, then again, and she looks at Victor. Looks like Vic's been joining the club. Souls and its dick has claws into you, too. Don't worry about my parents. Uh, just don't leak anywhere. 
I'll try not to. But wait, as you go in, you have to crunch through snow in this area. Snow cloud has uh, recently come by. It's a bit chilly. The heat's on. Does the snow betray tracks around my house? Uh, no. Here's Caleb's logic. Realistically, like, sure, yes, somebody's had to walk by, but I don't want to go off into 20 minutes of you figuring out just a concern. Oh, it's just a citizen. <laughs> so let's just say no and let's move beyond it. It looks like Alarak went to the dollar store and then, he, <laughs> and he went to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's really, <laughs> he's really going deep undercover here. He's trying to look like a normal person, but I know it's him. Uh, Dahlia, you home? Yeah, I'm over here in the kitchen. Kind of like run to her. Hey, is everything okay? Are you okay? I should be asking you. We were so worried. I hug her. She hugs you back. She's seen how sad it was pathetic. Kantaro was so worried about you. I mean, I didn't. I, I, she like, she like drops the whole thing that she was like concerned about you at all. Like you see all of a sudden her defenses go back up. I was like, Psh, I'm sure he's fine. Probably just like dummy got drunk and fell into a ditch or something. <laughs> I Kintaro wish. was concerned. Yeah, that, that guy didn't come back, right? No. Who's your new friend? And Shiva kind of like looks up and you see she's like already like grab food. You're like, how'd you get in the kitchen and leave already? And she's like, is she like a like, tortilla chip? She's like, uh, that's that's her friend Shiva, the one we told you about. You got any scissors? Yeah, yeah. Here. And she throws some scissors. Not throws. She throws scissors. <laughs> she goes over and hands Shiva scissors. And Shiva starts cutting up your jacket. Um. Okay. I didn't want that back. Good. You're not getting it back. And she puts a coat back on. You see she's cut holes so the bulbs stick out. Yeah, welcome home, Landris. Hi, we were all missed you. Let's all destroy your clothes and make fun of you. Dahlia, do you know any, um, I don't know, hackers? Hackers? No, I don't know any hackers. My life is not as interesting as your guys' apparently. Well, that's for sure. Plus, if I did, they'd be clients you wouldn't want to be in debt to. Well, we have a bunch of encrypted computer files we have to unencrypt. Why don't you take them to your cop friend? Wasn't he a living robot? I don't make assumptions based on... I mean, we have a little guy. We have Benbot. Technically, I'm not alive. <laughs> oh, that's Venbot. That's Venbot, do you want like a name so we don't just call you Venbot? I can be whatever you want. I can be your hero baby. <laughs> Did you name your last robot Bird? It was an acronym. It wasn't its name. I didn't name a robot. Yeah, that'd be pretty stupid. And then like you see Venbot gets all sad and slouches. Well, no, you can have your own name. You can make. No, no, it'd be, be stupid to name a robot. Yeah, for me to give something else a name, you can give yourself a name. That way you know you like it. Do you think I would have called myself Lanris? Well, what do you want your name to be, Vinbot? The super magnificent, intelligent. And each time he says a word, he like gives a new gesture. Lucrative, enormous. How about one that's not an adjective? <laughs> that's all I got. Okay. Maybe a proper noun? Those were just adjectives. Like I don't know. Pronoun? Any no. Of <laughs> you, we'll work on it. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I can list all the pronouns I know. It starts just na- very quietly naming off pronouns, starting with A. Lots of nouns. <laughs> when it gets through them, because there's not too many, it starts going on to just nouns. Apple. No, we can't name you Apple. We'll get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, very clever. I mean, I guess we can head down to the police station. <sighs> Tell them about that black site we found. Can we rest just a little bit? Because maybe you might have those reports on the use that ready. trauma pack on me. Oh, right. And I, of course, offer that to anyone else that might need it. Oh, hey, that heals me all the way back up. Everyone else is cool. So, she kind of leans forward. What's our next move? I want to track down everyone who's associated with Solzhenitsyn, and I want to kill them all. Well, then you came to the right place. Um, I mean... We want to do that too, but we're going to have to decrypt some of this stuff. 
You guys don't know where anyone else is? Point me in the direction, I'll take care of them. I wish I could. That's just the last lead we had at the moment, and that's only because I got kidnapped. You're a good dog. Don't even. And it ended up being a good thing. Look at that. It was actually my oh yeah, my I'm real happy plan all along. Wait, so you guys didn't mean to come and save me? You guys just happened upon me? Well, we were looking for you. We've been looking pretty hard for you, but, I mean, you disappeared. We couldn't find you. The police record said that you had died. Well, they said Tar died. I was scour- I scoured the, the crash site, found this, and I gestured my nose ring. But there was no sign of you, really. Why are you all wearing flesh instead of fur? Project Unity. Another accident. We just kind of stumbled upon it. You're going to see a lot more, actually. There's a reverse procedure now, <laughs> which I don't suggest doing because it's part of their plan. Well, we could spend all day, and I could ask you all sorts of questions about what happened, but if, whatever, I'll, I'll take it that you fill me in what I need to know. I could ask why Kentaro is an earless freak over there and is apparently five million years old. Hey! I won't bother you guys with all that. You just fill me in what I need to know when I need to know it. Because what I need to know right now, the things that concern me, is the next name and the next address. I mean, I can point you at Kyle Katan, but that's not 100%. You ain't got no clue what I went through in there. It felt like an eternity. Thank you for getting me out of there. Well, I mean, you got us out of there, so thank you. Good, we're even. I hate being in debt. That's why I had to stick with the AAA. They got me out, and I couldn't pay them back fast enough. Well, I'm switching off then. Sorry, I don't really have a gener- generator room. Do you have a bed? I would love a bed. I think Vic was already sleeping on the couch. Um, You can have my room for at least tonight. Here, I'll show you where it is. She goes up with Dahlia. So, how about we all get some rest, and first thing we do tomorrow is go to Hannibal. And I say only Hannibal. I don't trust anyone else. I woke up like two hours ago. Are we going to sleep? Well, sorry. We uh, we didn't <laughs> get to have an extra nap while someone kidnapped us. That poison knocked me right out. Restful sleep. I'm feeling pretty restful. <laughs> I bet it was easy as like breadcrumbs. You're like, ooh, a piece of candy, and you kept going. <sighs> Actually, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and Ra mm-hmm. said- Yes, I, I'm quite aware who it was that for Said you guys were in danger. Oh. Well, we weren't until we went. Well, I know that now, don't I? You fell for that? Oh, I'm sorry I care. Just tell you he had a million gold in a treasure map? I'm sorry I care about you. My my apologies. <laughs> Could you not contact us on our communicators? Did you not have your phone? I didn't know I even had one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm already kicking myself over it, okay? Well, tomorrow's a new day. Please, come to bed. Bangers. Goes bad, I won't bother you again. All right. He smiles. Victor, your phone rings, and it's your wife. Uh, she said she'd call you once, and you guys would at least talk. Yeah, I talked to her. Uh, you know, I just uh, tell her kind of about the day, tell her, uh, I'm not going to tell her we found Shiva. That's probably smart. <laughs> but tell her that we got Landris. He's okay. She expresses her happiness that you're safe, and you guys have a, a conversation that goes farther than yesterday. Good. After we're done with that, before I go to bed, I want to open up the history book. Okay. You open up the book, and it begins to tell you just like it did before. But this time, the story's different. It's still the book that says ancient history, but it's telling you a different story. Many years ago, and again, this is the, the, the words on the page come up to 3D life and create images that reflect what I'm telling you, or what it's telling you. A group of four left this world and brought back with it a terrible evil. And this terrible evil it brought back was a conqueror. And she did what she was want to do. And she destroyed the world in more ways than one. She had scheme upon scheme upon scheme, any one which would leave the world in ruins, and several of which succeeded. 
But she was not the only creature that had schemed. For her schemes were new, only since she had appeared in this world. But there was a being that had schemed for generations, and his plans came full circle as she came to power. And she fought this god, the god Baphomet, and Baphomet shone again. And his minotaur army, and you see an army with war drums beating as it marches across, similar to what you had saw before when I talked about Baphomet taking over the world in a much different way, when I told you the different version of the story. Uh, fought this witch, and in the end killed the witch as she was in his temple in an attempt to stop plans that were made up against her. Though her plans were already set in place and could not be undone, and Baphomet could not come out the victor, he did kill this witch. And as the world deteriorated, there was no one left to worship the gods. And with no one left to worship the gods, the gods could not live, for they get their power through worship. But there were four that remained, because they were not true gods. The demigods that bound Quetzalcoatl were still alive, dormant, only needing someone to know they existed, only needing the tiny bit of worship, the water to hydrate the plant back to life. And so they got it, and so these four gods schemed again. The book stops and goes back to seemingly a normal book. What did the witch look like? While having all the features of a human, she seemed something more. Maybe it was her unusual height, or her paler than snow skin, or maybe something about the bone structure in her face, but she simply looked noble. She was captivatingly beautiful and commanded attention just by standing, and motions she made were fluid and even more graceful than the most agile cat folk you've ever known. Yet the strength that she exuded that you could see in her arms was more commanding than you could even see Tar. Once that's done, I, I put it up, and then I lay down to go to sleep. After having me a nice little bedtime story. Uh, Lanners. Going to try to spend as much time as time with him until he goes to sleep, and then I'm going to try to sneak out. Okay, cool. As you guys are, are cuddling and you're talking, you guys make small talk and whatever, but then Guitar starts getting more serious. Landris, I was... I've been thinking. Mm. We've gone through a lot, and I'm sure we're going to keep going through more and more crap. And, yeah, I look at Vic, and I look at his wife, and I don't see a lame couple. I know that's what you say. They're so lame. Come on. <laughs> But it's nice because, like until very recently, they they have each other. It's this sort of assumed thing, and I think there's something cool about that. And oh, I don't have much longer left to live. Most of my life's behind me, and if we keep up what we're doing now and we keep messing with powerful people, I'm sure I'm not going to be dying of old age. But what I have left, I I want to more and more. I'm realizing I I want to share it with you, and I want to commit to sharing it with you. What I'm saying is, Lanris, will will you marry me? I look kind of shocked. Kentaro. You can't say Kentaro. You can't say anything. You find yourself unable to speak. I know it's a a big ask. I I know this might seem like it's it's coming out of nowhere. And and I know how you feel about marriage. I see you talk about Vic and, and Sarah, but listen, I promise I won't make you boring. Put my hand on his shoulder? can't you can't move and he's like Kentaro's so nervous he kind of like turns his face away from you he's, he's like he's gotten very nervous and is not really much looking at your face i guess he's just kind of like looking at the ceiling oh, i i messed this up didn't i uh i didn't mean to go too far oh, shit i always do this 
It's always me. I'm always the one that goes too far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We should just keep things the same. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's a dumb suggestion. I, I, I didn't even mean it. It was just... It's a, it was a rough rough day. And he kind of turns over and kind of pulls his sheet over his shoulder. He goes, just forget. Forget I said anything. Let's just let's just go to sleep. I'm, I'm sorry. Let's we'll pretend like this didn't exist. It doesn't need to be awkward. I'm, I'm sorry. This, I did this the first time I met. Forget the shower. I'm sorry. Good, good night. And you catch sight of your shadow. The only thing your shadow is doing differently than normally mimicking you is you see its hand is over its own mouth. Tight and forcefully. And after a bit, Kentaro goes to sleep. And I don't know how you ever managed to fall asleep that night, but I suppose exhaustion eventually takes its take. But I'm sure it took you hours. And the morning comes. Yay, morning. Vic, what's up with you? I'm stretching. Ugh. Looking around, is did uh, Shiva sleep in the room, or where'd she go? Shiva got Dahlia's room. Dahlia's, like, in the corner on the floor. Oh, hey, Dahlia. I, I would have given you the couch. Huh, what? Huh? What? What time is it? Uh, six o'clock. Seven o'clock. Nine o'clock. I don't know. Oh, let me sleep. What's your problem, bro? She rolls back over. Uh, I'll go make us some coffee. When you come back in with the coffee, she's t- taking over the couch. Well, I could have sat down. I'll go sit at the table. <laughs> Lanris, hmm. you wake up because like you get like hit or something stings you or just hits you wrong, and it's Kentaro like moving around. He like hits you with your elbow by accident, and he stretches. And it's like I, this is like it's weird. It's like it's that it's that um this may not be the exact term for it, but I think there's some legitimacy in this term, which is the um, uncanny valley. Just because he's like. Every time you see Kentaro stretch, it's like a cat stretching a cat yawning, and you're watching like an old man do all these things. It's just very different and strange. And he kind of stretches, and he kind of looks at you and smiles and says good morning. I don't know if it'd be dry yet, but I probably have tear stains on my face. He kind of raises an eyebrow. What? Vic, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Dad! <laughs> no! Not, not now. You realize I have Vic. to leave these in the episode so everyone else can enjoy the joke? <laughs> Please don't. I have the power to remove my my stupidity, but I'm withheld because I'm trying to make good content. <laughs> Vic, will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't get that one wrong. <laughs> Landris, Landris, you okay? You fine, you can talk. Uh, uh, I try to move around. You're, you're kind of achy, but you can move. I just kind of like gesture for him to cut, like come closer to me. He does, and he says, so we don't have to talk about last night. I, I don't, that's what you're said about, we can just move on. I, I, no, it's, it was dumb, I know, and we really don't have to talk about it. it? Can we, we just lay down for a little bit? And he kind of smiles a bit. Yeah, definitely. And he cuddles up with you. I actually don't say anything. Okay. He's going to follow suit. Well, I'm not going to say anything even harder. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, he rolled a natural 20 and is not saying anything, <laughs> and he's a better dancer. Oh, no. <laughs> he put skill ranks in <laughs> not nothing. talking. <laughs> Technically, everyone has a lot of skill ranks and a nothing. It's like the weird idea that everything's made of nothing because there's no space in between electrons and everything's made up of atoms. I should say there's nothing in the space between electrons. How does this, uh, this tete end? Wait, what? This what? How does that, this competition between the two of you, how does this end? What, what is the ending to the absolute silence between the two um, of you? Landers doesn't really have any idea what to say and is afraid if he tries to say anything that he's going to be stopped. Kentaro's wanted this for so long, he is just, like, sucking it up. He's like he's like a sponge. Just like, mmm, affection. <laughs> he kind of, like, brushes your hair away from your eye and goes, kind of miss rubbing cheeks with you. That was a weird sentence. <laughs> but it's cute. I get it. These stupid little whiskers don't tickle me in the middle of the night. And he kind of, like, brushes his nose. These elf noses literally, like, are super unsensitive. Would you... What? I don't, I don't know what to do. Did you think it was weird that I didn't talk at all last night? He kind of like looks disappointed again. 
I, un- I understand. No, no. It's a too big a step. I really get no, it. No, it was my shadow. He kind of looks down at your shadow, which is mimicking you. Your shadow? Don't don't say it in that tone. No, I believe you. I'm, I'm asking what, what did your shadow do? I was paralyzed. I couldn't even fall asleep. I passed out after like a couple hours. So last night you, you couldn't respond? Correct. Oh, I mean, oh. So, uh, do you want to respond now? Is, is that okay? It feels kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, where's just, where's the ring? <laughs> he kind of laughs to himself. I, I, didn't, I didn't get a ring. You won all that money and you didn't get me a nice ring? <laughs> no, I'm sp- too busy spending money to fix you guys up every time you get yourselves hurt. I don't know. Kintaro's pretty unorthodox. <laughs> well, I'm an unorthodox guy. I'll tell you what. I'll buy you a very nice ring if you say yes. It better be nice. Better not be cliche. Don't get me the standard white crystal affair. <laughs> the diamond sky metal equivalent. <laughs> I promise it won't be traditional. It won't be boring like Victor and Sarah's rings. Come on, guys. Leave us alone. <laughs> of course I do. Oh, he, he kisses you deeply. You mean it? No, I'm I feel lying. Like I'm freaking, I feel like I'm 18. My goodness. Yeah, I wish. Hey, you know what? Maybe I don't want this anymore. Too late. I don't know if nope. I can stand all these quips all the time. Uh-uh. I don't know if I can live with no this. No turning back. We should do this soon because freaking we might die tomorrow. Oh, we might die like when we walk out of this room. Alarak might be out there. No, we're not walking out of this room anytime soon. And he cuddles up with you. <laughs> we're not going to have like a dumb ceremony, are we? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been one much for tradition. I just want to make the commitment. <laughs> I mean, somebody has to witness it so that it's fine and it's legal. I don't know if Venbot technically counts. I think we have to use a real person. <laughs> Vic. Yes. Eventually, uh, Shiva comes down, and what is left of her fur that isn't burnt or destroyed is kind of matted, and she stretches and yawns. Did you have a good shutdown? Yeah, for once. That's good. I'm, um, you really probably needed the rest. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I slept in a bed. So we figure out who I can kill next? She kind of cracks her neck. Gotta go figure that out. Hopefully, Landris and Kentaro will be down here soon, and we can go. Are those two still a thing? Yeah, I guess. They argue a lot, but... Oh, them they're a thing. Yeah, yeah. Were you married? Where's your wife? I kind of told her that we I slept with you and... <laughs> idiot? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Why'd you do that? Because I'm an idiot. So you two are separated right now? <sighs> yeah, we're just kind of working on it. It's, it's... As long as we're waiting. I mean, I know where Abed is. No, no, no. You sure? Best way to get a girl back is make her jealous. Take it from me. No, not not this one. We're working on it. We're getting better. It's just going to take some time. Gross. I hate married people. Yeah, so does Landris. I don't think he would ever be married. <laughs> <sighs> they need to hurry up. Get antsy. If they'd be awake by now. Sir, I have alarm clock functionality. Would you like me to wake them up? Oh, I thought you were up there with them. No. Were you in the, the corner? weird old man told me to get out of the room. <laughs> yeah, go wake him up. Okay, sirs. Oh, no, my arch nemesis. As you see, he's like in front of the stairs. <laughs> oh, you don't have like rockets or anything? I don't. And if I did, I don't think you'd want me to use them indoors. But don't worry. I will figure out this problem. Sir, I have failed to figure out this problem. <laughs> Wait, I've got this. And out shoots a, uh, a grapple hook and it breaks the wall upstairs. And he pulls himself in here. Pink, 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 pink as he goes up the stairs. And so <laughs> Victor, uh, Landris. What what is that? You and he's here. I knew you, it. <laughs> it's Alarak. He's like, what the? And the door like, psh, psh. oh yeah, doorknobs. And he opens it up. Hello, sirs. I'm your alarm clock. Victor told me to wake you up. Get up. Yeah, we're up. Thank you. Thank you. Very helpful. Well, that's what I try to be. Would you like some breakfast? We'll, we'll, we'll be downstairs in a minute. Just I can make pancakes. 
I mean, can- I'm really only supposed to disperse the batter. I, I really don't have any cooking apparatus, but I, I, I can improvise. And he puts out like his little hand, like his little like lighter, and he lights some of the metal, and then he pours the syrup, and he makes a pancake on top of his chassis. And then it flops on the ground, and he goes, there you go, and he drives away. And then you hear, ding, 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 as he falls down the stairs. <sighs> we have to keep that thing around? I, I kind of creeped out by it slightly. I mean, I just find it weird that it, it it's too coincidental. Yeah, definitely. It was like it was guided to us by something. Do you think? Could be Veeam. It's the only entity we know with uh, proclivity in electronics. I, I just completely forgot about Veeam until now. He could probably break whatever encryption is on that stuff. I mean, I still think we should give it to Hannibal first, but maybe he's a backup plan. For sure. Well, the mood's destroyed. Might as well get up. Get up, get dressed, go downstairs. And his guitar's like going over to get his clothes. He trips and falls. And he's kind of embarrassed. And he's like, so, so sorry. And he kind of gets up and you look and your shadow tripped him on purpose. What a jerk. And it's laughing. And then when you look at it, he stops laughing and goes back to imitating you. Victor, eventually, uh, down comes Landris and Kentaro. Y'all ready to go? Mind if I eat some algaeus first? Taskmaster? Or some cooked pancake batter? And he pushes you, by the way, Vic. He like sl- you know, he actually slugs you really hard on the shoulder. What's that all about? Do not send Fenbot up to wake me up again. Well, maybe if y'all would come down sooner and so we can get out of here. Didn't know I was on your timeline. Do you think we have time to kill? I, I mean- had a busy day yesterday. We all had that day. I, was the, I didn't even <sighs> want to go to sleep. This was your plan. Now, can I, can I, you can know, I get my old, cooked... Old guys had to go to sleep early. Finbot, come here. Yes, sir? I'm going to put him over the frying pan and dispense pancake batter. Wee! Do it again, do it again! Oh, I'm out of batter. How do we get you more? This is a really important question. Well, I usually get resupplied by the company. But I'd probably replace by now. I'm dispensable! Are you like a rogue AI? Like, are they hunting you? That's scary, and I didn't worry about that until just now. <laughs> Anyone else want any pancakes? Yeah, sure. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I'll take anything over stupid algae. Hey, uh, Shiva, how is my sister's bed? Uh, Kentaro's dying to know. Kentaro? <laughs> wow. Wow, in front of everybody? Really? Really, Christian? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think, I think, like, Kentaro is so absolutely atrociously embarrassed. He just, like, hides his face and doesn't look at anybody. And she would kind of was like, uh, it's fine, I guess. She offered it to me. Do you, do you want to trade? Do you want, do you want to, Dahlia's bed? Kentaro, no! No, I'm fine. And you see Dahlia's kind of like covering her mouth as she's laughing. That was really good, Christian. Yeah, I know. Caleb, please. <laughs> so humble. So where are we going? Hannibal? Hannibal. Hannibal. Are you sure you don't need any sort of medical attention, Shiva? Yes, I'm, I'm fine. Like, we don't have to go to a facility. We can go to some weird back alley. Kentaro knows I'm another fine. really old person that fixes I'm people. I'm fine. Gave Vic new eyes. <laughs> a, uh, Christian. Yes. Lanners is going to move one step towards his corruption. He now has insubstantiality. Your body flickers occasionally into insubstantial shadow. Your body sometimes shifts or blurs momentarily before resuming the appearance of solidity. You gain a deflection bonus to your AC equal to half your manifestation level, which is now five, and you get a 20% chance to ignore confirmed critical hits, which means just treat them as normal, and precision-based damage from any weapon unless it has the ghost touch special ability. However, you now take a minus six uh, penalty on saving throws and to your CMD against attacks and effects that would move or trip you as well as on all combat maneuver checks except those made to escape a grapple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And uh, ding dong, the doorbell rings. Hey, Vembok, can you get the door? Sure. And he bumps in the door. I cannot. <laughs> Shiva's like, ugh. She walks over and she like shoves Venbot out of the way and opens up the door. And is standing 
face to face with Shiva now is Sarah. And Sarah kind of looks at Shiva and then looks back at you and then back at Shiva. Is that Alarak come to kill us? And you hear Kentaro go, uh, no, it's worse. Was Quetzalcoatl back? And you hear Sarah go, oh, hello, you must be Shiva. As she says that, she's like looking at you, Victor. Uh, yeah. Well, he was right. You aren't pretty. <laughs> and Shiva's like, looks like, who the heck? Just, she kind of gestures and goes, who is this sassy lost child? Glamour's <laughs> just like, oh my goodness. Sarah is officially not lame. <laughs> Sarah is like, who is this? Uh, hi, my name's Sarah. I'm Victor's wife. And she's like doing a little bit of like a, 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 some movement with her neck as she's saying this. And Shiva's kind of looks her up and down and goes, oh, well, I see why he came to me. This is amazing. <laughs> and you hear Kitaro go, it's just like the soaps I love that your sister hates. <laughs> These are the days of our lives. And Sarah's just like completely aghast at that statement. And she goes, how dare you? Um, her, hey, her. sweetie. No, let's sorry. Go. I see you guys are busy. Nope. Nope. I got time for you. Lots of time. All the, all the time in the world. You sure you're not too busy with Shiva? Absolutely. Nope, she's just taking my sister's bed and eating all her food. And ruining- and ruining my clothes. You know, Vic, this- <laughs> I finally thought it was good enough to- uh, Things were going good enough that I, I should come back and at least talk to you face to face. And then this is what I'm greeted with. And she was just still kind of like holding the door open, like in her way. Sh- Shiva, can you let Sarah in my house? Uh, sure. And she's like, let's go and backs up. And Sarah like- She doesn't even take one step and she goes, no. I'm not taking one step in this house long as she's here. How long has she been here, Vic? I'll step, take one step out of the house and we'll go talk. She's only been here a night. We A night? So she was here last night when we were on the phone? Yes, And you didn't think this was something you should tell me? She means nothing to me. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 I've heard that before. Matter of fact, you said that when you came to me two days ago, but apparently she means enough that all of a sudden she's in my home. No, listen, you, I'm not going to stand for this. And she like walks into the house is like pointing at Shiva. No, 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 no. You, you don't get to be in here with my husband when I'm not here. You get out of our house, this house. You get, you get away from my husband. And she was like, almost laughs. He goes, why? What are you going to do to me? I'm just like nodding. Like, do it. Do it, Sarah. <laughs> you're, the, you're not helping, Landris. I want to get in between them. Uh, hey, let's just. It, oh, and who talk. are you protecting? Me or her? And she would go, believe me, lady, you're the one that needs the protecting. She's got fast healing 10, watch out. She, like, totally destroyed a guy's head. Just, let's go. That, that, those are the wrong words. She gave you head? <laughs> this is amazing. Sarah, Sarah, we saved her. She was at a facility. It, 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 she, I'm letting her sleep in my house because she's, like, a vagrant now. Like, please calm down. Vic, right now, you're choosing me or her. You! I choose you! That's not, not even a then choice. she leaps! Get her out! Guys, y'all go to the police station. I'll, I'll be right. I'll be there in a minute. Sarah, I love the side of you, but you can't tell people to get out of my house. Is my house? Oh, come on. But I, I love I how fierce you. Kitaro grabs you by the arm and says, "Let's keep, go. Keep being fierce. Record it, <laughs> Dahlia. Record it. Shut up, Landris. Dahlia, help me out here. Yeah, she ushers everyone out. Then not record it. The camera zooms in. A little red light starts come, comes on. It says recording. A little arm comes out and it dispenses some popcorn and it throws it into its import. All right, so it's just you, you two. Um, uh huh. What is going on, Victor? We rescued her yesterday. We brought her back here. That's all that's happened. Yesterday. 
She means nothing to me. You know what? Okay, I didn't tell you. I'm aware of that. I didn't tell you because she means nothing to me. It's not- You mean everything to me, and that's what I've been focusing on. You. Did she sleep over? She shut down? We weren't even in the same room. She was upstairs. I was downstairs. I was with Dahlia. What world do you live in that you thought that was okay? I'm sorry. I thought we were finally getting someplace. I'm trying to get someplace. That's why I I was just focusing on you. How could you sleep with that? Well, I kind of told you I was c- cursed. Is there anything to sleep with? I don't, don't want to talk about that. It's You're making this so hard. I know. I'm not meaning to, but I know. Uh, well, uh, I came to talk to you. Yeah? But doing a lot of thinking. Okay. And I wanted to apologize. I know we sort of already talked about this, but... I see you with your friends, and you're you're caught up in this thing, and and all you can think about day and night, and all you can do is to keep going on this this adventure of yours. And I don't think you see that there's no end to this. Maybe I'm wrong, but you tell me, are you seriously thinking that there's a point where you don't have to keep doing what you're doing anymore? Because if you do, I, I gotta tell you, Vic, that's not that's not how this is going. This isn't like when you got into pickleball and we're playing that for a while and then we're done with it. This thing has taken over your life. And you think you need to decide if you want me in your life. Because the thing that's not changing is this. Whatever this is, and she's like gesturing with her hands to like everything. Whatever this is, this, this mess you're in, this that you're so entangled in that you can't get out of, that's the constant the thing that you can change is whether or not I'm with you in it. And I want to be with you, especially want to be with you instead of her being with you in it. But you need to make that choice, too. It's the two-way street. All right. I, I want you with me. All right. Good. That's just what, when you first said those words to me so long ago, maybe the happiest woman in Kadesh. I want to be with you. I want to fight these battles with you. Well, not, I don't want to shoot guns at people. Oh, could you do something else? Yes, I can go to work every day and make you money so that you can pay for your hospital visits. But now that I know this is happening, she points to the closed door. If we're happening, you you cut her off. She's gone forever. You never talk to her again. You don't see her. You don't interact with her. Uh, she's kind of keeping us alive. I mean, I could stop, but I don't know if Landris and Kentaro will do that. I mean, it's, it's asking a lot. I don't think I'm asking the unreasonable thing. I don't think I'm asking what any other woman in this whole city would ask of their husband not to ever see or be with the person that they cheated on me with. Do you think that's unreasonable? No, but this this is her fight, too. You see what they've done to her. Well, you don't have to fight it next to her. This is the kind of commitment that you need, that you need to... Dude, you need to prove to me that you, this isn't just going to be tomorrow on the phone and not telling me something else. You have to choose and make – yes, it hurts. It's always a hard decision. But when you hurt somebody else, sometimes it's it, it's inevitable it's going to hurt you too to fix it. I'll talk to Landris and Kentaro. As long as she's in your life, I'm not because I won't share you. You're not sharing me. I have don't have anything to do with her except for fighting. But I'll, I'll talk to them. I got to go to work. All right. I, I love you. I love you too. And she leaves. <sighs> Come on, Vimbot. Yes, sir. I head to the tram station. They're all just like waiting at you and they're like the little cover that stops the weather from hitting people as they wait. Finally, can we go now? Landers, I need to talk to you. Uh, like right now? Yeah. Can we talk on the way? Yeah, we're no. kind of pressed for time here. I've done a lot of waiting in my life. Can we move it along? Can, I, I guess so. Good. And everyone gets on the tram. Sarah gave me an ultimatum. That sounds lame already. 
Did, like, the second we stepped through the door, she became lame again? Hey, Landris? Guitar says. <laughs> what? You're not allowed to use the word lame. Why? Anymore. Just not right now, okay? It's not because they're married. It's because Sarah's lame. Just not the time. What? You gotta pick which book club you gotta join? No, she doesn't want me to do have anything to do with, with Sheba. What's that mean? That means I can't be around her. <laughs> what? Or what? Or she won't be around me. That's actually the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And amongst the highest on the scale of the L word, which I apparently can't say now. And what did I say? This is exactly what I said. The second she steps back in your life, she's just like last time. She softened you up. Everything got harder. She's doing the same thing again. Sorry, Vic, but that's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I meant. We need Shiva. She she can get over her little beef with her. Like, it's not that big a deal. You think she's going to really get over that? I mean, she saw her, and she just immediately went to, to cat fighting. And that was awesome. Because they're both cats. They, they, you should just let them fight and just duke it out. <sighs> oh, please, I tear through her like paper. <sighs> no, you won't, because she's my wife. Stand up to her, Vic. Come on. That is completely unreasonable. She, she thinks this is like Tuesday brunch at the park, and she's like, oh, I don't want to see Nancy from the office because I have a beef with her. No, this is life or death. We need Shiva. <sighs> what do you think, Kentaro? I think love's worth fighting for. Oh my goodness. And I think that L- L- Victor, uh, I think that Landris is really bad at giving advice. So what, you think we should just kick Shiva out? What, she's just going to wander around alone? No, but. Shiva, you're welcome in my house. The, ha- the house to that, the situation. that I live in, you're welcome in my house, Shiva. I don't care what Sarah says. You do what you want, Vic. I'm not leaving Shiva. Shiva gets up and, and comes across to the aisle to sit next to you, Victor. What do you want to do, Shiva? She kind of scratched her head. Well, a while ago, a while ago for me, when I met you guys, um, I remember Lanris. She's kind of like looking at the ground to try to remember. She like points to you. Told me something. Something's kind of stuck with me. I think it was an off comment, but it was, what if there was someone like that? Um, someone that cared about you. You were talking about how I couldn't remember anything. That there could be someone out there who actually cared that I went missing. And I've pretty much not stopped thinking about that. Sometimes I have to because I can only deal with that kind of thing for so long. But it's probably the sole most important motivator that I've wanted to get my memories back. I can create new ones and I'm happy to do so. And I'm almost willing to move beyond and just give up as hopeless with the death of that Lady, I can't remember her name at the bar. Uh, it was like my hopes of getting my old life back died with her, but I still still have an urge now to find out what past I did have because there might be somebody that cares about me the way Sarah cares about you. I don't want to be the reason you lose your past. And Landris, I appreciate you signing with me on this. <laughs> and I'm sorry I was too catty with your wife. It's just very surprising. But if I need to back up so that you two can move forward, that's fine with me. I've been on my own for so long anyway. What's 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 some more? We just got you back. And I got me back. You guys gave me my freedom. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Triple A did it for me and then I got caught up again and now you did it for me. I'm not gonna ruin it this time. I'm gonna hunt down every person that was connected with Solzhenitsyn. I am going to I'm going to go medieval. And it's not going to be something you guys probably want to be around anyway. And you know what? It'll, it'll be good. I'll make my progress. You can make your progress. And, and we can we can connect up. We can keep in touch. 
maybe go Landris and Victor, I'll leave you alone and just be like me and Landris or something. I'll give I'll get a communicator and we can tackle it from different angles. What I'm gonna do I don't I don't need debates. I don't need arguing anyway. I don't need you to say, Shiva, did you really need to kill him? Do we really need to do it this way? There's a probably better way. I don't it's already it was stressful. This is annoying enough to me that it took till this morning to go out and get where we are now. It was just I don't it's enough of all this. I don't need this anyway. I appreciate that. You'll be fine. Look at me. Look at all what more can they do to me? They made a weapon, and now I'm going to use it against them. They will regret what they did to me. I want to make sure of it. The tram stops, and she steps out. She takes one last look back at you guys and says, Happy hunting. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. Your players have been Christian and Tim, and Caleb has been your GM. This is Johan Martins. Thanks for listening.